0: Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com/free22. Shopify.com/free22. Let's go! The ball
1: sends
0: it over to Edward Robles. Go, Sergey Melnyk! What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, and with me, as always, I mean, he wasn't here last week because he lost his voice, but he's got his voice, (laughs) kind of, back. Um, My best friend, and the other host of the show,
1: Edward Robbins. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, good to have my voice back. Good, good to have back. I'm still a little bit nausea, congested, but I'm all right. I'm good. I'm better.
0: Yeah, episode 114, uh, man, the World Cup, it kicked off. In quite um, some fashion, so
1: Yeah, it did. It was it was crazy. Yeah. It was it's, it, it's been it's been yeah, it's been it's been up it's been up there. Uh but a lot of upsets. A lot of upsets.
0: Yeah. Drama aside, I will say dra- putting the drama like the drama of Qatar aside, it's been actually a really good World Cup. Um mm-hmm. I've actually been enjoying upsets, that's the best I mean being Edward's predictions are probably not looking great, but I mean <laughs> they're not, yeah. But I mean that's the the great part of the World Cup though. Um, things that like I feel like are going the way we thought they were going, uh, i.e., Brazil, um, Brazil, and then there's team you know teams that are kind of shocking
1: Fra- me. So, Fra- like France, um, we thought well you know we we saw France going out. Uh, the one that shocked me, not not even Argentina, you know, good Germany with uh, Japan. That one, that one got
0: me. Oh yeah, I mean that was that was just something else. But yeah, so yeah. this episode we're talking about the World Cup. Uh, you know, talk about the World Cup a little bit. Um, we do have some big, maybe transfer rumor that's going to possibly affecting the the span of the MLS, if you will. And mm-hmm. it's a rumor; it's not official, but it's a rumor. And of course, we're going to talk about what happened after Cristiano Ronaldo's interview with Pierce Morgan. Um, this will also be, I guess, a good chance for Edward to go ahead and share his thoughts on about about that one. But literally, the yeah. events that have led after. These, this interview, and then uh, we do have a debate topic. Also, kind of involves with Cristiano Ronaldo, and um, yeah. And then obviously, you guys know that on Thursdays now, I quickly I do a run through of the games that have has gone since that day, so you guys will be caught up once this episode drops on Friday. Um, there will also be t- thrown in our players of the week, and um, I'll actually do a this is. The literally Friday will be the last game, the last games of the group stages. I will preview those four games, which is group H and group G will be those two, the the final group matches for those groups. So, and then lead you into the the round of 16 because it will be kicking off this weekend. Um, so really, uh, great. I guess very uh, full of soccer that's going to be going on. Hopefully, this, hopefully, when I, when I recap all the games, USA will be moving on to the next round. Um, well we'll talk about that. And of course, do our three oh three down because you know, Edward's here and it yeah, is should probably text Spencer
1: <laughs> 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 that <Then> we're recording. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna do our three oh three down and the topic is people to narrate our lives. So why why this topic I, I, I have topic? I have a feeling I have a feeling I have a feeling we're gonna have a uh, a lot of uh different uh same same uh people yeah so why exact well I will, i'll explain
0: when we get to when we get to three of three now. but yeah so um i don't i don't want to say jam pack show but i guess it can be a jam show. i i guess it depends on like how we feel about certain topics but
1: but yeah man so buckle up and let's get going with another episode here at Insert name fc yes sir
0: this break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and get yourself a 30-day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible. For this is Barnes & All right, guys, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. A lot of good stuff is always being dropped on that, on those great platforms, Instagram and Twitter. Um, but yeah, Edward. So some little things that have been going on in the World Cup. I'm actually going to add a little bit more, a few things, Edward. Uh, some other things has transpired since I, I dropped the timeline to Edward to, to look over. But, um, obviously there's been a little bit of censorship going on in the World Cup with, with, you know, Qatar being the host and, like I said, I'm not trying to, trying to make this episode not be five hours long. So I'm not gonna, gonna, we all at this point is like being a dead horse about how, what's going on with guitar. But obviously in Belgium's away kit, which if you guys remember in our, our last three up, three down, Edward did not like them. Um, in the, in the collar of that Belgium jersey, it says love on it inside the collar oh. inside, not outside. No one can see it unless, you know, they take off the jersey. But the word "love" is on the on the collar of the jersey. Um, FIFA has sta- has told Belgium and Adidas, because obviously Adidas is who made the jersey, um, that they have to remove the the word "love" from the collar, right? And you know, because some people think it's it's like them, you know, protesting on you know
1: uh,
0: the, the 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 social uh, the social injustice is going on in Qatar. Like I said, not trying to go. Into that, into that, uh, into that, uh, deep hole right now. But, I mean,
1: yeah, everybody knows. At this point, everybody knows. Um, I mean, I get it. It's just, it also kind of comes back to the whole captain's armbands
0: that they don't, they didn't want captains wearing the, the one love armbands. Uh,
1: it's, I mean, it's, it's just kind of, of it, uh, at this point, it's like, yeah, they're, yeah, they they follow protocol. They don't, but I'm not saying. I mean, I'm just like, um, I just think they should just at this point just do it now. Not take it off, but like, if they have the alternate kits or something, I guess wear those as much as they want to wear like the home kit. You know, it's just well. Um, so far,
0: so far, watching the the World Cup, I don't think I've seen Belgium wear the white jersey. They've they've been wearing their
1: their uh, Guy Fieri jerseys. So um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I well, mean, just, um, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, just in general, all of the all the teams. I'm not. It's just I just don't want them to get in trouble for mm-hmm. something, something that we all know all around the world. It's like, hey, you know, I guess people can live with it. People are not living with it. You know, imagine what would happen if uh, who was that? Who was a gay player that came out? Like, oh, from Australia. Know, the Australian. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, how are they I gonna?
0: I don't think he, I don't think he made it. I don't think he got, obviously, he didn't get called up. I think that would have been, that would have been definitely something people would have been bringing up in this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a little detail. I think it's a little bit extreme because I, I believe the call, it's inside the collar. So it's not, it's not like out on the shirt. It might, I might be wrong yeah. on this. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, it's not like necessarily like showing anything uh, of their of their of, of the shirt, but because I like I said, I'm pretty sure it's it's in the it's on the collar it's in the inside part of the collar. Right, I could be wrong. I mean, what uh, I mean, I'm always wrong. But uh,
1: <laughs> it's, it's always good so to depressing. know. Good to know. <laughs> wrong.
0: No, yeah, love is literally stitched in the uh, in the collar inside, like where you can see your size. Um, uh, but I think also there's like a connection to some event uh in it's pretty big in Belgium. I forgot what it's called. Uh oh, Tomorrowland. The that that's like the big event that oh, that they have in right. Belgium called Tomorrowland. I don't not very familiar with Tomorrowland. I don't I just I literally this is me just finding out what that Tomorrowland is a thing. So I can't really tell you much on it, but apparently that was also another reason um, obviously, it goes against the, the beliefs of Qatar. And, and like, look, I'm, there's one, and I think we talked about this when we talked about the one player from PSG that didn't, that didn't want to wear the rainbow, uh, numbers. It, you know, if you, if there's a cultural reason why you don't believe a certain way, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, that's whether I disagree with it or not, that's your culture. And so I get that Qatar has their culture, but obviously they're, there's things that they do to a certain extreme that like kind of is that's the problem. So, but I I get trying to be respectful to Qatar. They are the host and, and all that. But I just, you know, and once again, it's inside the shirt. Like it's not being seen outside the shirt. But at this point, it's just like, you know, it's like when you, when if you ever worked with like a really like frustrating customer, if you ever worked in retail and it, oh. it does, you're at the point where you're just kind of like I just want this over with, so you're just like, fine, okay, like we could do this, like just <laughs> you're just trying to do whatever
1: you can just to get them away. so yeah, I feel yeah, like this is where we are right. at this point with guitar, yeah, I mean, you're not you're not wrong on that one, because it's like, <clears throat> you know, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't bother me, you know, the whole L, 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 LGBTq, like all all that like it doesn't bother me at all. Like, like I said, if you don't come on to me, then I'm cool. Like, it's just, it's all good. Um, I guess, but like you said, like, I guess because it's in their culture, but they also made it law, which is crazy. Like, damn, like, like we, we joked about like, how are you going to, do you have a gaydar? Like, do I did you know, stuff like that. But man, but it, it is just, it, it's hard to try to understand how, how they carry themselves like that where they have to basically put laws and then to actually tell the teams, hey, we need you guys to not wear this, to not do this, not this kind of stuff. Um, did you by any chance catch the uh, Portugal game?
0: Um, today? Yeah. Uh, no, unfortunately, my, the regional manager of my store came in right before the portugal Uruguay game, so I had
1: to uh, stop watching. Okay, So, so but been like close to the, I think it was close to the end or close to the end of the second half. Somebody actually ran into the field with a you know a, a rainbow flag, and then he got tackled hard.
0: I mean, that was going like, to happen. I mean, regardless if they were holding a rainbow flag or not. Um, well, I mean, but but I mean, like you know, so I'm
1: thinking in my mind, like, damn, like I know he's in trouble. That I know guys, that yeah, fact, that that person's but, about to be. But yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, like, what's the penalty for, 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 um, doing something like that? That's something that's, a LBGTQ, you know. I, like I worldly. feel like
0: it'll just be like go to jail. Like the, like the Venezuelan, <coughs> the Venezuelan representative in, in, uh, in
1: Parks and Rec, go to jail. Oh. You go, to, go jail. to jail. You go to jail. Oh, you, you speak about, uh, you speak against Chavez, you, you go to jail. I you think I think uh, I think somebody
0: made a like a, a a comedic video about like if people were to do certain things, and then they cut off to like where
1: Frank Armus is saying "go to jail." Oh, uh, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. Probably, he's probably gonna go to jail. So, um, yeah, that sucks, man. Uh, speak probably a little bit more light,
0: lighthearted. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll wait on that one a little bit, just cause like. This one, this other one kind of is also kind of related to that. Um, obviously, if anybody knows Manuel Noir, he is someone that is very loud and about supporting the gay community. I think Germany, I will say probably, I, I can't tell you because I never lived in Germany, but it seems to be more friendlier to all different types of preferences. Um, yeah. and obviously, you know, Manuel Noir, Someone that he you know, he speaks for having you know speaks for rights for for the LGBTQ community. Um, even has been known for wearing the captain's arm ba- the rainbow Captain armband, and it was probably mm. going to be one of the players that was going to wear the the one love armband before they were threatening to give everybody yellow cards out. Um, so when they when they went onto the field, obviously they did, they took the team photo, and what all the German players decided to do was cover their mouths in solidarity, kind of doing their own form of protest. Which yeah. they were gonna plan to do in- they're were gonna do that anyways, besides you know, aside from the Captain Arben and all that thing. <coughs> and um obviously they lost in that game, they lost to Japan two to one. Um and this like this makes me want Eden Hazard to be gone out of Real Madrid even more. Because his little re- re- remark was oh, you know, if they would have been so more focused on playing than than trying to protest, maybe they would have won. Which these two things have nothing to do with each other.
1: Yeah, like, they really at don't. all.
0: There's no relation to like how they one, Ger- Germany's gonna be fine. I think Germany will be fine. I mean, they they drew against Spain. Um I believe they, the next team they have is uh Costa Rica. And I mean we saw what Spain did to Costa Rica, so I mean, um, knock on wood, maybe maybe Spain will be fine. But uh yeah, man. Like <laughs> Eden Hazard, like Eden Hazard, is over here talking about how about you focus on how about you focus on your game. Hazard, have you ever thought about yeah. that one? You know, so like, right. you know, like don't don't worry what el- what everybody else is doing. How about you focus on your game? Because Kevin De Bruyne apparently doesn't believe in y'all. He says y'all too old to win the World Cup. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he said that. I'm like Kevin De Bruyne, man. Everybody's beloved person. <laughs> so yeah. as your captain, oh,
1: I don't think he's Kevin De Bruyne isn't the captain of Belgium, is he? Yeah, I is think he captain? is. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But, yeah. so I mean, even your own captain saying, like, yeah, we're too old now. <laughs> I mean, he, may, he might not be that far off. I mean, I think they tied. I know they beat, they barely beat Canada. And then they tied with, um... What did they tied with? Um... Croatia? No, no, it wasn't Croatia. Croatia. No, no. Croatia beat the brakes off of Canada. Yeah. Uh, they lit... They they beat the Tim Hortons out of Canada. Bro man, freaking speaking of Canada,
0: freaking the coaches said, we're gonna F Croatia up. <laughs> like, Who? That was the coach the coach of Canada. After the, after oh, they man. lost to Belgium, he was like, Oh man, we're we're gonna F up we're gonna F up uh, Croatia. <laughs> well
1: he F himself up on that one. Yeah. I mean, oh so, I mean, yeah. uh, man I forgot. Okay, it probably it's, it's not Ghana, is it? No, Senegal. it's Morocco. It's Morocco. Morocco. Morocco it's Morocco. Okay. Which, ooh, wait, Morocco's playing Canada?
0: Ooh, man, Belgium and Croatia for their, for their last group match? I oh, That's going to be entertaining. Um, speaking of old, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, that's not, not here or there, but yeah, um, my my only thing is like i'm i'm cool with germany doing that i'm cool with any form of pro like any like certain gesture towards pro- i'm fine with players protesting th- this world cup everyone knows this world cup sucks because of the fact that it's in qatar and like everybody gets that i get that all every- i think at this point we're just being a dead horse about this um but and,
1: and but you heard that the reason why it's in qatar yeah <laughs> i mean there's the literally money. a netflix
0: documentary series yeah. on it so
1: <laughs> yeah if you wanna know how
0: corrupt FIFA is, just go ahead. Like literally Netflix was like, let's take advantage of this right now. Um I was too busy watching a, a Netflix series of a guy trying to win Pepsi points to get a jet and I still have to watch that one. That one's it was it was just it was pretty good. It was interesting. But I'm I'm now I'm gonna watch the FIFA uncover thing. But um yeah, I just want I just wanna give that I just wanna take some time to say fuck Hazard. <laughs> I haven't said I haven't said anything bad about Hazard in a while, so you know, I felt I felt like it was due. Um, but coming back to, let's go get some positive stuff going on. Um, so Saudi Arabia upset of probably the whole World Cup. I think you could say, uh, they beat Argentina two to one. And, and I mean, freaking Saudi Arabia, which I mean, you beat, you beat Argentina. You probably should be celebrating. Um, this this is your, this is your World Cup final. (laughs) This is for Saudi Arabia. And, uh,
1: beating, beating, being in Argentina with Messi in the team.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this is like this is this is this is literally your world cup. This is your super bowl right here is It's beating Argentina. The Saudi Arabian, I don't I don't know what their 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 head guy for Saudi Arabia, I don't know what if they I I obviously it's not the president. But um whoever the whoever the, Sultan, is like the, the, king. the leader the leader of Saudi Arabia, yeah. he bought every player a car and I believe it was a Rolls-Royce.
1: Yeah, it was uh, a Rolls Royce.
0: Yeah, so he bought every player in the on the World Cup squad. was beating
1: Argentina. So imagine Argentina. if imagine if he met, imagine if, if they get out of the group squad, like if they get out of the of the groups. You know what I mean, like bro, what buy, is he gonna buy them? A, buy them a house? <laughs> He's gonna buy them houses and stuff, bro. Hey, bro, you want to go try to for over there for Arabia? Shoot. Hey,
0: man. I mean, there's that. I think there's a player that uh. What was it? Oh, uh, when, when Ghana, when they scored a goal, they saw there was this like random white guy just <laughs> celebrating with all the Ghana fans. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, all you need to see season. all you need to do is get your citizenship. So yeah,
1: right.
0: Uh, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, this one's, this is probably going to be more cool for, oh, well, I mean, I, I mean, this, this kid, I, I'm telling you, man, I mean, I know a lot of people were talking more about Bedri, about what Bedri can be, is doing. Um, but I mean, you gotta talk about his other partner, which this might be your future Iniesta, Xavi, for the future for Barcelona, and yeah. and, and weirdly enough, his name is Gavi.
1: Um, Gavi became the youngest goal scorer in World Cup history. Oh yeah, he surpassed Pele. Yeah, he 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 he's a good he's a good um I guess you could say. It was weird when I saw him with the number nine jersey. I was like, "What?" Oh, yeah. oh, I,
0: I didn't like any of that. There's, like, my,
1: there's my old, there's my old man yells at cloud moment. Yeah, he's like, "No, I didn't like that at all." <laughs> <laughs> this my final <Kendall> Torres jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I, this is my my old man yells at cloud moment. <laughs> so yeah. I don't but, mean, like no is wearing number nine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he played he played hella good though. No, yeah, he played great. Um, but yeah, he, he's now, he, he passes a Pele, which a lot of people, he's not the only one that, that achieved something similar to like what Pele has done. Um, uh, well, not some, okay. So obviously, uh, Wales versus USA. This was Wales, like first appearance in the World Cup since like many years ago.
1: <clears throat> the last player to score on Wales was Pele. Well. And then, you know, they get, they get, they get prop, they bring,
0: come back to the World Cup and their return to the World Cup is Timothy Wea scoring on them. So Timothy Wea was the, the, the last, you know, obviously he scores a goal and they were like, Hey, you know who's the last person to score a goal on Wales? You know, Pele. And Pele, Pele even, you know, gave props to Timothy Wea for the first for goal. So
1: dad is dad the president,
0: right? <coughs> of the country? I don't know if he's the president. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a Libyan legend. He's the, he's yeah, the only opportunity no, to have won the ball in the war. So. Yeah, because uh,
1: they were talking about it. <laughs> they said that Yeah. Uh, the um Yeah, The, yeah, the one thing,
0: the one thing um, George Weah was never able to do was ma- get his team to the World Cup, which was Libya. Uh, he couldn't get into to the World Cup. And I mean, he gets to watch his son go to the World Cup. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool moment.
1: Yeah. I was like, I was
0: like, you're starting to cough like me
1: now. Yeah, you you got
0: me sick now. Yeah, even though I haven't seen you in a while, but yeah, right. Man, just how it works through my Wi-Fi, man, over here, getting me sick
1: through Wi-Fi. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that was exactly how it works.
0: Um, going back to some crappy stuff. So obviously, this is recording this on Monday, but obviously uh, on Tuesday, USA will be playing against Iran. Um. so I didn't really think much of this obviously because it was a very subtle gesture but the you know the US men's national team social media when they were you know highlighting the the I guess the standings for for group B um when they had the Iran flag they actually removed the symbol which uh, you know obviously there's some there's some issues going on in Iran and and so what I found out was they removed that symbol that's in the middle of the Iran flag um, to show solidarity towards the, the, you know, obviously the protesting that's going on over in Iran. I honestly did not think much of it. I thought kind of, cause like, all right, so when, when, whenever USA plays Costa Rica, they never put the, the little, the little emblem thing that's on the Costa Rican flag. Yeah. And it's just, it's just the blue and red flag. So I just thought that that's what they were doing. I didn't really think much of it. Um, but, you know, obviously some people in Iran weren't happy about it. And, um, so, the press conferences for the U.S. men's national team were very, well, not, I'm not gonna say it was very politically driven, but there was a lot of, there was some political questions gave, asked to Greg Burrowhalter and, and Tyler Adams. And, um, and it's just like one of those things for me is that these guys are players. Like, what the heck do they have to do with, with anything? Poli- like, it, this goes back to my whole thing of like the last person in the world that I want to hear political advice from is from a, is from a, a celebrity like i'm like yeah. I don't, i'm not i'm not going to samuel jackson to see like you know who he who he's voting for 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 the di- for district 172 like you know like that's just, like i'm just not that kind of person so i just thought it was it was really weird of the iranian press to ask those kind of questions to the players they have like zero they have probably they probably have no idea what's going on in iran um cuz honestly i didn't really know what's going on in iran until i saw the 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 pic, you know the, the 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 footage of that lady holding the the Iranian jersey, and I think someone someone was killed or something like that. Like, wasn't no. I, I? I really haven't been keeping up with it, but but like, you know, obviously they don't really know much about it, but they got mad at at Tyler Adams because he he said Iran, um, they're like oh. the proper pronunciation, and he's like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, he's like, well, thank you for. He's like, but this is what we, you know, Tyler Adams just. Prove why he's, sh- why he's the captain of USA because he, he, you know, that answer could have probably flabbergasted anybody. And he was just like, well, thank you for telling me how to properly pronounce Iran. And then he yeah. was just like, discrimination's everywhere.
1: And so like, so he, <laughs> you know,
0: like, so he handled it very professionally. Obviously, I'm not saying it exactly, I'm not saying exactly what he said, but in the, in my words, <laughs> this is what, yeah. like, he's like, there's discrimination everywhere. Like, cause I think he was trying to say like, how can you criticize uh, Iran for oppression when you know how they how they treat? And I'm like, oh, that's everywhere, man. Everybody's getting oppressed. There's no, there's very much. That's nothing new in any in any other shape or form. Um, like you know, that's. But you know, the, the goal is to get better. And I think that was the point of him saying, like, yeah, you yeah, know, thank you for telling me how to properly pronounce Iran. What we have to do is get better. And I'm like, dude, this guy's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, applaud to Tyler Adams, because he handled that very well. So that. I thought it was like I'm once again I don't know what you're trying to gain from having athletes answer political questions like it, I think once again I don't I don't go to athletes for political advice but but there's that oh and then the last thing which I thought was by far the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life is <laughs> Canelo Alvarez
1: oh my God yeah <laughs> so that, obviously
0: uh, Argentina be Mexico two to nothing um which oh my God that sounds amazing every time. Every time I say those words. Um, so they did, you know, Messi, one of the things that Messi's very professional at is that, you know, win, loss or anything. He always does a jersey exchange and he did a jersey exchange with a Mexican player. And so when they're in the locker room celebrating a win, because obviously they lost to Saudi Arabia. So they got three points now. So they're cheering and celebrating. Um, he said that Messi was cleaning the floor with the Mexican jersey. He was not. It was just on the he floor. He was not. It was, it was on the
1: floor.
0: If anything, he moved it because he was
1: taking his cleat off. Well, yeah, when he lifted his foot up, it wasn't like he was kicking it. He lifted his foot up, and they were singing and stuff. Like it was, it was taking off his foot. Yeah, his
0: his cleat. But yeah, so like, but then Canelo got super heated. He was like, he's a you know, he was cleaning the floor with their jersey, Uh and then like you know, you better hope we're never in the same room. And, and like, all I'm thinking about is. Come on, man! Like, hold, come, calm down. It's one thing. It, it's a, jerseys a, is one thing, and like, let's not sit here and, and try to act all high and mighty because I'm pretty sure we all do the same thing with our jerseys, which is we throw them in the hamper. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes we throw it in the floor if we're changing. It's like, and you know, like, don't act like you you guys treat your jerseys like it's the precious heirloom in any shape or form. Um, a flag's a different thing. I will say, a flag's a whole different story. But like the Mexico jersey, it's not like he like defaced the Mexican jersey. He just put it on the floor. Maybe he could have put it on on his locker. I don't know. But frankly, who cares? They beat Mexico. Um, Canelo Alvarez over here sending out, being a little Twitter warrior, saying you better not be near me one day. It's like, that's right. Yeah. I know, like to be honest, man. More pe- people people know Messi more than they didn't know you. That you're you're in a mm-hmm. you're in a sport that's on the verge of death and and you're over here trying to act all tough like which I mean which is that's actually kind of part of your job as a boxer but yeah I, I just thought it was hilarious because it's like you know damn well he is not going to do that because if he's next to Messi which is the GOAT you know, like, you're going to want a picture with him I don't, I don't care like if you if you're, if you're like I'm, I think he was just in a bad mood just because Mexico lost and it's like very clear that Mexico is just not good right now because of Tata Martino <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's the real re, that's honestly the reason why Bexfield is really this bad is because Tata Martino is just, he's just not, he has not been good. He, they should let, they should let him go a long time ago. And, and <laughs> I mean, I think they said that, that, uh, Tata Martino, regardless of what happens, in this World Cup, he's stepping down. So, so yeah, there's that. But I just thought that was a hilarious thing. But, um, anything to add on to, to anything I've said before we move on to the next
1: thing, Edward? Nope. Uh, Honestly, yeah, I'm just yeah. Uh, I'm I'm literally 100 percent with you on those. Um, like I said, I was like he was in, for one. There, I think he said like in, in Spanish. He was like nuestra playera, nuestra bandera. I was like honestly, I was looking like when he we defeated that. I was looking for the flag on the floor. I was like, did they give him the flag? Like did they give him the the little thing that you know you usually you give them, like, oh, at the beginning of the, the match uh, and stuff the, like the that. Like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, is that what he's talking about? And I was looking and I was like, there's nothing there. I was like, if anything, they had Argentina jerseys on the floor as well. So I'm like, you know, like, they were taking they're, their clothes They're out, defacing they the singing.
0: Argentinian flag. <laughs> I, I, I mean,
1: I, I don't even know, man. I, I don't even know. It's but just safe we'll, to say we'll,
0: that Canelo's stupid. I think,
1: <sighs> I mean, I don't care if Canelo hears this. I mean, he's an idiot. <laughs> To be, to yeah. be offended, but just to be offended. I think he, I, I honestly
0: think he just got butthurt that Mexico lost and he just wanted to find something to be mad about. And he just saw Messi having the jersey on the floor and just assumed yeah. that he was, assumed that he stepped on it. I mean, maybe he has stepped on it. I mean, they were jumping around in, sol- in celebration. You're, but
1: no, I no, mean, but you're, you're right. You're right, though, because I guess he, he was just butthurt and stuff. And everybody was trying to find a reason. Like, why? Oh, did everybody see that Messi pick the fight? That everybody sees, there. I was like, "What? Like he didn't kick the flag. He didn't. He didn't kick the jersey. He just literally, you know, just it, it was just. I, I don't even know what to say. That's that's how much of a flabbergasted I am. Where I'm like, how could anybody be like, oh yeah, you're you're defacing the flag for this for this country for this team? I'm like. I I don't think so. Maybe I'm in the wrong. I guess you could say I'm in the wrong if that's the case, but no, I honestly don't. Like, I don't. Yeah. yeah, Man, so, all right. So, this is a rumor. It's actually
0: something that we've mentioned plenty of times on the podcast, but more and more, it seems like it's getting stronger each time we mention this. Um, So, there is, it it came from, I, I guess, like a blue checkmark source, which I mean, Take it with a grain of salt, especially now with Twitter. The way, well, I don't know if the, that feature is there anymore. You you can pay to get a blue checkmark, but you know, obviously, it came from a reliable source. And then uh Fabio Romanzino, I forgot the guy's name, but he's like the he's like the the the, the, tr- the transfer coverage guy, especially uh, on Twitter for for that's where I get my source. I should probably do be better and try to remember this guy's name. Um, but this, but he even kind of like mentioned he did kind of like. Verified that yes, the rumor is 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 there. It there is some strong holding between it, but essentially Lionel Messi, which everybody knows that the second half of the season will be his will be the end of his contract right now that he has with PSG. I'm sure PSG is working to get him an, get another contract with him, um, but it seems very strongly that Messi could be going to Miami and playing for Inter Miami in Major League Soccer, which. This will become the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest af the biggest athlete that the MLS has ever acquired since David Beckham. Yeah. And, and so we, I did a little a little joke tweet on on the Instagram FC
1: Twitter, uh, which was, "So let me get this straight, into Miami, you have Roy, you got Ray Hudson, announcing your matches." At Manchester United Legend David Beckham owns the team. Which I, I don't really think I cares so much about David Beckham. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's cool. He's cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie. And Maybe now he's
0: cool. you're on the verge of signing Lionel Messi. And I'm like, it's official. Edward's going to be a Miami fan. <laughs>
1: They're like, well, so much for getting him to jump on the, on the what you call it? Uh, Dynamo. On the, on the Dynamo. Yeah, well, they suck, man. So I, I can't blame you. <laughs> damn it's true I
0: mean like I mean at this point there's some people asking like maybe what there's Dynamo fans right now saying why am I a Dynamo fan anymore I mean I just I'm still I'm still rock. I mean hell you guys know how long I can stay with the team to support Arsenal but like <laughs> but I mean like it happens man it's just how I get it but yeah um, and there's also another rumor added into that that Sergio Busquets who is also going near the end of his contract at Barcelona I mean he's not He's not young, Um, but
1: he he is possibly looking to also go to Miami and joining Messi. Yeah, I heard I heard about that. So yeah, man. Uh, Next, you know, Tata Martino takes the Miami job. (laughs) Right? Oh man!
0: (laughs) I think that's one. It's not your favorite years of Barcelona because I think your favorite years is obviously the Pep Guardiola years. Yeah. But um, I think it was it was a pretty good era. that thought the Tata Martino era at Barcelona. Honestly, everybody that copied Pep Guardiola was
1: fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much if they stay with the same philosophy, they're fine. But yeah, fine. what do you think? How huge would be Messi? Just
0: Messi alone, just joining in the MLS. Not that, I mean, enter Miami obviously is one thing, but like entering MLS, like how huge is that?
1: Hmm. That is huge. Like, that would bring a lot of people over. It's like, remember, with, with the, just the talks of bringing Cristiano Ronaldo over, it, it brought a bunch of, uh, just a bunch of, uh, of, uh, rumors, talks. Like, basically, everybody wanted for it to happen. I'm sure that right there would be a sexy sign, like getting Messi to come to Infant, mm-hmm. like to Miami. Like that would be the sexy signing of the entire MLS. I mean, especially, I hate to say it.
0: especially after Miami's been claiming they're 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 connected with all these players. And yeah. Also, I I mean, I should probably mention this. Inter, I mean, uh, Luis Suarez is also a free agent.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then and then they're actually in talks with him as well. They said so. Those this are the rumors. Is, at this point, this is just, just like too good to be true, right now. Yeah, it is. It is very. <laughs> Wow. I, I'm just like, just, just, it's, it's pretty yeah, I it was
0: impressive. just waiting really on MLS.com, MLSshop.com right now, just waiting to get his, his It's for Miami jersey. Yeah, pretty much, bro. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like, let us do it.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So speaking of a possible, possible player that's, well, a player that's on the free agency now, Cristiano Ronaldo. So obviously, Christian Ronaldo goes and does his, his breakthrough interview with, with Pierce Mark in which, I kind of I've said my thoughts, but the gist of it, if you guys didn't catch the last episode was um he said things that I kind of already knew about Manchester united they didn't really shock me. He put some context into some things that he thought, um but all in all uh I didn't feel like I learned much from this interview, besides that you know Ronaldo is an old man that uh hates the young generation um, so <laughs> <laughs> but I mean contextually I mean we all knew that Manchester United suck, and I mean the Glazers suck. But Edward, before we get into the whole aftermath of that interview, uh, what is is there anything that you want to say specifically of what you thought about his interview?
1: Uh, I mean, I I want to say he was. I want to say that he was just being real about everything. He wasn't holding any punches back. He's tired of it. Yes, I can tell. But I think he was just putting everything out there that basically. Everybody would wanna know. You know, everything that goes on. Oh yeah, inside. if you were if like you were a like Glazers
0: out person, it, it literally justified everything that everything that, that people
1: said about the Blazers. Yeah. And then it, it's just it just oh, and then the thing is like there's also already rumors about the top was like one's the oil tycoon, the other one's uh English old English money, then the other one's just uh uh, I think uh, I, I can't remember the third the third option. We'll, of, well, like, we'll get to the... that
0: about the aftermath, but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, this this basically like, well, so what you took away from it was just that you know Ronaldo just let it all out, and, and it was good. It, it was good that he yeah did it. yeah. All right, so obviously, which I mean, I don't think anybody should be shocked by this Manchester United released Ronaldo. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe that there's actually a Something in everybody's contract where you cannot speak ill of the of the club or the organization. Like, it's like uh, if you play here in the, in the NBA, like if you play for the Lakers, and, and like you can't speak ill will of the Lakers, like while you're under contract. So it's right. it just kind of this that just happens. So obviously he breached the contract because he spoke ill about Manchester United, and so they had they had a justification to release him, and they did. Yeah. Um. Some people were like. Man, Manchester United is so petty. They're removing Ronaldo out of the signage. Well, mm-hmm. part of the contract is is that you know when the player signs to a team is that they have like his imaging rights, and obviously now they don't have his imaging rights. So, right. So yeah, they have to take him off the billboards, or else you know uh, they'll get sued. <laughs> so yeah, pretty that's much. Also,
1: that's also it would be thing. it would be like a it would be like a countersue.
0: Yeah. So. So they have to do that. I don't, that's not out of pettiness. It's just, you know, that's part of, the, that's part of how the, how the industry works. So I, I wasn't really shocked by that one. Um, and, you know, everybody's asking more, wants more like, wants Ronaldo to expound more into like, kind of what he had to say. And, and obviously he says, and I think this was, what everybody kind of saw this coming was that he regretted joining Manchester United. Uh, which,
1: yeah, cause I mean, we all knew Manchester United is a dumpster fire right now. Um, there's some things to like still have faith for Manu, but like just the way the organization's being run right now, like
0: it, it like we thought Manu was outdated and then Ronaldo just like proved to it, like just told us that it was outdated. It's like, like I said, like a lot of things that Ronaldo said kind of justified what everybody thought about Manchester United, which was that they're living in the past and clearly they're living so much in the past that they still have the same facilities. Um, yeah so and,
1: uh, according to according to them you know
0: according to what he said you know but yeah so obviously he he mentions that how he regret making that the return to manchester united um but the the crazy thing of all this is obviously this became like hey look the glazers are really as bad as we thought they were which like i said all the glazer out people this justified even more that the glazers sucked so i
1: feel like this put a lot of pressure on the glazers and Manchester United is up for sale. Yeah, and there's a lot of names. <coughs> obviously, Edward said like there's some some big oil money uh, people
0: that are interested in, in getting Manchester United. Obviously, there's some old English money that also wants to get Manchester United. David Beckham has been a name that I heard as well, uh, interested in getting Manchester United.
1: This yeah. is what you want, so, ever, right? Uh, yeah, honestly, I I do. Like I I. Want them to redo Manchester United. There's not going to be, I'm going to be honest with you, there's not going to be another Sir Alex Ferguson, but there's a possibility that they can get somebody who can get the team up there with the proper facilities, with the proper motivation, their fan base, everything, dude. Like it, it all starts from within. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. hopefully, yeah. No. The future, the future of Manchester United is up in the air. But so is Ronaldo's
0: future. Obviously, right now, he's focused on the World Cup. Um, he's one of the few teams that have actually, auto, that are automatically into the next round. Um, they, so their their last game, they really don't necessarily have to put all, all their starters. They could probably rest some guys. Ronaldo probably will be someone that they rest. Um, but obviously after the World Cup, there's a lot of like, where's Ronaldo going to go? And so here are some, interesting odds uh, so far. So the heavy favorites, which is a team that was really interested in in Ronaldo, um, and that is Chelsea. Todd Boley has a huge hard-on for Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, obviously he wants to make those big splash signings that L.A. is known for, which obviously if you guys know, he's he's part of the ownership groups for some of the Los Angeles teams. So he wants to make a big blockbuster move and Ronaldo, I mean that it doesn't get as blockbuster as it gets, is Ronaldo. Maybe Messi. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Messi would have been that other one, but um, and the reason why they weren't able to get Ronaldo was because Thomas Tuchel, didn't want him, and yeah. which which probably was another reason why Topoli was pissed off at him, and that's why he fired him. Um,
1: <laughs> and so Chelsea are the heavy favorites with five to two odds. The odds for Chelsea are very high. Do I think he goes to Chelsea? No. <laughs> mm. I mean, does this answer a lot of problems for Chelsea? It does, because they need a
0: striker. And and Ronaldo is a striker. I think defensively, they kind of make up for what Ronaldo doesn't do, which is he doesn't defend, he doesn't press, he's one of the worst at at defending in the Premier League. And once again, you don't have a striker on your team. So, I mean, this kind of does give you a win-win, you know, Top ball, against gets his big blockbuster move and you get yourself a guy that can score goals in the Premier League. Which I think if he is starting regularly, he's going to do that. Um, is it going to be disgraceful to see Vernaldo wearing a Chelsea jersey? Probably. Um, yeah, I,
1: I was like, I
0: was like, hmm. So, I probably wouldn't like that. Uh, and honestly, I wouldn't. Da- yeah,
1: I was about to say, you know damn well I wouldn't like that. The hell's up here though. You oh, wouldn't like that, yeah. You damn well know. You know I wouldn't
0: like this shit. Yeah, yeah. So, Chelsea, do I see Chelsea happening? I can see how it could happen. I just don't think it will. I don't. I think Potter doesn't necessarily want Ronaldo. Um, I, honestly, I don't even know what Potter wants. But I just don't think.
1: I think is Ronaldo distraction kind of right now. Right now, he's kind of a distraction, but. Okay, let's put it this way. I I don't want to say anything to belittle the man, but right now he is a walking dumpster fire because you don't know where he's going to end up, but you do know that you want to see what the outcome is. You want to see if that dumpster fire is going to continue going or if if it's going to stop and it's going to be planted somewhere or like the the firefighters are going to get to it in time. Stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So we're literally keeping an eye on him. We're going to keep an eye on him.
0: So, the next team, which is a team that I've actually mentioned before because, once again, Mamba Ronaldo wants this one, um, no. and that's Sporting Lisbon, which they have right. seven to two odds of him going there. It it makes sense because, obviously, this is the club where Ronaldo started his his playing career before, you know, Sir Alex Bergson saw something in him and brought him to Manchester United. Um, you know, this is his home, Portugal. You know, once again, his mom wants him to go there. Uh I, I think you got to consider your mom at some point, right? Right. <laughs> um, it makes sense to me, but obviously, will this team compete in... Ch- I, I think also you got to remember, if he's going to play for a European team, he wants to compete with a team. He wants to be in a team that's in the Champions League. They are in the Champions League. Are they going to win the Champions League? Probably not. Uh, so... But hey, you know I think that would be a really cool thing for him to go back to where it really all started from for him. And I mean,
1: we all thought it was going to be cool when he went back to where it all started for him with Sir Alex Ferguson, but you didn't, didn't have see where that land. I'm Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. The third heavy favorite is
0: Saudi Arabia League. So, we already know that Saudi Arabia has no problem putting out money. I mean, they just gave all their players Rolls Royces. Um, so, and I mean, I think it was like 320 something million. Um, so, I mean, they're not afraid of (laughs) sus to spend for Ronaldo. Um, so if Ronaldo really wants money, I think this is definitely the destination to go. He's definitely going to dominate the league. He's just not going to win Champions League. Um, so there's that. The, so there's two that have
1: 15 to two odds, and that is Major League Soccer and Newcastle United. That's I don't true. think that I don't think possible. I don't think Newcastle United will be where he goes because obviously they're not in the Champions League. They could yeah. be in the Champions League next year, but does he I want to wait till like next year? Next year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't I don't think he, he he wants I think he senses his time is running here and now so he just wants it now. Mhm. So yeah. So the next one with 9 to 1 odds is Bayern Munich. And I gotta tell you, this one makes a lot of sense right now, especially without Lewandowski. You're right. You don't have Lewandowski. If you move, if you
0: bring in Ronaldo, that that allows Sadio Mane to play what, where he likes to play, which is on the wing. Um, you're he's not carrying the team. He, he doesn't. It's the Bundesliga. He doesn't have to defend. <laughs> so <All right>. yeah, <laughs> it, it, I think Bar. If I had to pick, I think Barmier makes the most sense for him. They're go- They're heavy favorites to win the Champions League this year. Um, so
1: I mean, it it's it's possible. Uh ten to one odds is Real Madrid. God forbid he goes back. I know everybody's <laughs> saying, Oh, you know, Benzema's injured. I'm like, Yeah, but by the time they're back playing, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean he, he literally yeah. has like a whole month to recover. Month and a half, to be honest. But like, is it possible? Probably. I mean, you not you sh- you sh- you shouldn't throw it out of the possi-
0: out of the realm of possibility. But I personally don't want Ronaldo. <laughs> me personally, I mean, like I like I said, I, Edward, Edward has heard me say this way too many times. I need this team to get younger. I
1: don't need this team to get older. Um. So <laughs> he has said that. Yeah, twelve to one odds is Napoli. I mean, they look like they could probably make a run in the Champions League. I don't know if they, if how how strong that run is, but it look like they can make a run. So that's a possibility. Um, then Roma, I think we can say the same thing about Napoli with Roma. Uh, reading with Jose Mourinho. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about Italy in general, man. It, I mean, he he did he did okay in Juventus. Just um, going back and into a whole different team, maybe with Mourinho, maybe. That just depends how much you like Mourinho. That's the whole <laughs> the whole other thing. Yeah, um, that's true. With twenty to one odds, PSG. This would cause so
0: many jersey sales. I mean, like, Messi alone led to a lot of jersey sales for... Yeah,
1: Messi alone just boosted it. It just boosted it.
0: But if you add Ronaldo
1: into that mix, good God, that front is going to be way too unfair. (laughs) I mean, it justifies getting rid of Neymar. (laughs) I mean, it justifies also the whole Mbappe situation.
0: Yeah, because... Mbappe, I think there's rumors now that Manchester United is trying to get Mbappe. Um, mm. I mean, at this point, maybe Manchester United should wait waited a little bit longer with Ronaldo's contract to see if PSG would offer a swap.
1: All right. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah, because... Well, well, you know what? Now that you mention it, that could be the biggest F-fuck-you you can do to Manchester United is by going to PSG for free. Go to PSG for free and tell Mbappe to stay put. (laughs) Mm Hmm. man. That could be the biggest. That could be the biggest. I feel that's true. And then we both we both know how much he would love to do mm -hmm. that. All right, and a
0: three-way tie for twenty-five to one odds: Atletico Madrid, Arsenal, and
1: Manchester City. I definitely don't see them. I don't see Ronaldo going to any of these teams. Really? <laughs> I don't. Uh one, I don't I think he'd be, it it would be awful for him to go to Arsenal
0: because that 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 takes away Gabi Jesus. And also, once again, he doesn't defend. And that's one of the things that that Arsenal has done really good about is that everybody comes down to defense. Even you've seen Gabi Jesus put his ba- his body on the line as well to defend. So, that would ruin Arsenal.
1: Um Manchester City I mean, do you really need him? I mean, you got, like, the greatest goal scorer ever in, in Haaland. And he's
0: right now recovering.
1: So, he's oh, gonna, he's, in the he's, second half, he's, he's going to kill everybody. Bro, by the way, you remember that how, how, I think it was, like a, like, a championship team. They were like, hey, we want to do a 28-day loan while the World Cup's going for Haaland. Like, they were offering, they were saying that they should do that. <laughs> I forgot what championship team it was. It was like a third division, the third, the, 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 the power league, the power championship team or, or league or the third, third league. They were, uh, they were saying that they would do, um, the, a, a 28 day loan or a 29 day loan from Manchester United. Hmm. Did you hear about that? What? That they were, they were wanting to do a loan for Holland, like basically. Oh, like a, one of the lower levels. Yeah, one of the lower codes While the World Cup's going, they wanted to to push a loan for him for those yeah. twenty eight days. Yeah, I saw that. that, was, that was kinda funny. <laughs> I was, that was like, kinda, bro. I was like, that. Was, I, mean, I mean, hey, you know, but work yeah, for them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see. I don't see him going. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so let's see, yeah, man. It's just uh, one second, one second. Um, but yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah, with that being said, man,
0: uh, with that being said, though, I mean, like,
1: I guess let's go, let's go stick with. I think with me, I think with me most likely, I think if you really want Champions League and a place where he's for sure knows he's going to play, it's going to hurt you, but it's going to, it has to be Chelsea. But, um, I think it has to be. But we don't want to talk about where he, where logistically, logically he should go.
0: We want to go. Obviously, you got the rumors that Messi's probably going to go to enter Miami. Yeah, Let, Let's let's say Ronaldo decides to join the same league that Messi's in. Let's say he joins Major League Soccer. Let's say he says, screw it. We're coming back. We're coming to America. Cristiano Jr., you need to go and see
1: your roots. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. By him being here, he might actually be like, you know, you can play for the U.S., right? Cristiano Jr.? Bro, you be like, oh. I,
0: I am all about him choosing America over Portugal. I want That's him to, like, when, when he becomes, when he turns 16, and hopefully he's, he's as good as his dad is. And, and like, when he's like, son, you can pick whatever country you want to play for. And he says America. And he wins the World Cup with the U.S. And his dad has yet to have won the World Cup. Has everyone won the World Cup. I, Damn. I, if, if Cristiano Jr., li- literally, I'm, I'm, I kid you not. If Ronaldo Jr., Decides to get hit, become decides to represent USA. I'm getting his jersey. I don't care how oh, old wow. I am. I don't, I don't care how weird it is. To, <laughs> <laughs> how weird it is at that point. I think I might be in my 40s wearing, oh, wearing a 16 year
1: old name on my back. <laughs> oh man, oh, man. I, I, I know you will. That's that's what's making me even laugh even more. I will give him the seven. <laughs> This dude being coached by Clint—not De- Clint Dempsey's never going to be a coach. <laughs> maybe Donovan. You would actually be okay with him being? Hell coach no, I would not. After after all the crap you, I hate. Him? I hate Landon Donovan.
0: When I see him talk on FS One, it just, I just, irk, it just irks me. Um, mm-hmm. Congratulations on being on the Hall of Fame too. By the way, uh, him and, De- and Demarcus Busy are in uh, are in the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. Um, this dude. But uh, yeah, I just fucking hate. I hate. I fucking hate landon Donovan.
1: Um. Um, Let me see. Who 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 do I see coaching the U.S. right now? Like legend, former U.S. soccer player Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley. Coach Michael Bradley. All right. (laughs) I mean, he's pretty good soccer. Ammer Jermaine Jones would. Ooh, Jermaine Jones might be a good one. That dude was a smart guy. He was probably the smartest guy. Yeah, he was. You know what? Yeah, Jermaine Jones, Jermaine Jones. <laughs> He's gonna do what Jurgen Klinsmann is supposed to do. <laughs> oh damn! I was a Jurgen Klinsmann well, guy. I'm just gonna point that
0: out. I, I actually was not against him. Um, but yeah, well, like I said, let's stick with the ma- with, Let's stick with
1: Major League Soccer. We're all right before we before we get our, with our debate, man. Jesus Christ, gotta pay some bills. All right, today's. Yeah debate
0: topic is brought to you by True Classic. The brand makes t-shirts that actually fit, not to mention super soft. When you're jacked, finding the right t-shirt can be incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are too tight in all the wrong places or way too big and boxy. But not True Classic. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men get their fit on an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off the code bellyoffantasy at trueclassic.com Guys, you are wearing the wrong clothes. Time to level up. Highlight your greatest assets with a t shirt that you can conf- confidently throw on anytime. It's about time you get your fit together. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with code BellyOfFantasy. Free shipping included on purchase over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with code BellyOfFantasy. Strengthen your core wardrobe with True Classic today. True
1: Classic, look good. Feel good. All right. So today's debate topic mm. is: What MLS team should have, should Ronaldo go to? Uh, honestly, I'm gonna stick around and say either LA or Inter Miami or New York. I'm just I'm just naming the ones that have like I'm gonna be honest a financial backing to pull a player like that. I I would love to see Dynamo be like, hey, we're going to go ahead and bring you on over here and everything, you know, but, you know, uh, I don't see the financial backing. So, what what team are you saying? Either LA, uh, New York, Red Bulls, or New York. No, you know what? NYFC. NYCFC? Yeah, NYCFC. Sorry. Um,
0: Um, It it would be funny because NYCFC has their partnership with uh, Manchester City. Uh, I am. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. I think the LA the, the LA teams is very enticing. I think. I think NYCFC specifically. I don't know about the Red Bulls. Um, could be can can get can also do. I think Manchester City can work their magic to get Ronaldo over there.
1: Um. Enter Miami. The only thing is, does Ronaldo and Messi want to team up? I mean, that would be the. uh, That would actually sell jerseys out the wazoo. And Ray Hudson just being there to announce those games.
0: Bro, oh I'm my kidding. God! I'm, I mean, even I'm dip. I'm debating on picking. <laughs> <enemy fan. laughs>
1: You're like man, even
0: I'm doing now. I mean, David Beckham, Real Madrid legend too. So. Yeah. Oh man,
1: ah oh, man, I, I if I have to pick, oof, I think I, I would I would have said LaFC. I would have said LaFC a year ago, but I don't know. I think. <laughs>
0: With Gareth Bale, with with Chris, Carlos Vela,
1: and and che, and Chiellini. I don't know how, if they can afford any more players at this point. Um, bro, but can you imagine a front three? Well, I mean, Gareth Bale doesn't even start. Well, maybe he starts next season. Um, can you imagine a front three of Gareth Bale, Carlos Vela, and Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah, it would be pretty good. You know what? Oh, here we go. I I think I'm gonna say LaFC. I can see oh, LaFC. Yeah. I think my top team would be
0: LaFC. Um, NYCFC would be my second. I could see Inter Miami. I think Inter Miami because of David Beckham could in, can entice Ronaldo. I I ooh, man, if if they can't win the MLS Cup with Messi and Ronaldo, I don't know what the hell to do for for Inter Miami. <laughs>
1: You're like I don't know what the hell to do at this point. <laughs> and like David Beckham, just, <laughs> just start, start, start over with the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, bro. Honestly, but yeah. So that that's my three teams. So what are what are your three teams again? LAFC. So one of the, any of the LA teams: uh, New York City FC and Inter Miami.
0: So Inter Miami is your number one.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: All right. So that is the bait topic. We'll we'll drop it on social media on Instagram and Twitter at enter C. You guys can go ahead and tell us who you think where if you think Ronaldo will, will likely end up. Does he join forces with Messi? Does he say F Messi and go somewhere else? You can let us know. Um, once again, thank you again to to True Classic. Use the code Bellyo Fantasy at checkout for for true classic at twenty-five percent off your purchase. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break. You're gonna hear me uh Doing the recap of the World Cup so far. Let me tell you guys about Belly of Sports. Belly of Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyofsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer you name it. Belly of Sports is the premier, not your average website. All right, this World Cup recap. Is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clean your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephants, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mop for your pops or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog. This December by going to Manscaped.com and using code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off plus free shipping. Don't let their chestnuts roast in the wrong boxers. Get them a pair of Manscapes boxers specially made to help the area cool and provide holiday comfort all year round. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Fantasy at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and using the code Fantasy Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. All right, man. So, <clears throat> kind of how I'm going to do this. I'm going to quickly go through the games that happened from where we last left off, which would be Friday, um, just in case anybody wasn't watching the World Cup, which I'll be shocked by that. And then after that, with the final matches, go group by group. So when I cover group A, I'll talk about the results of group A. Obviously, we're not going to be touching up the last two groups, which is group G and group H, obviously because of the fact that they're going to be playing on Friday and I record this on Thursday. So but I guess that will lead into a preview and we'll also mention the matches that are coming up, which is the knockout rounds because obviously by this time, we already know who's facing who. We're just waiting who's going to be facing who from Group G and Group H. So just so you guys know, we're going to go ahead and do it that way. All right. So going back all the way from Friday, November 25th, Iran beats Wales 2-0. Um, you know, obviously, this is kind of the big boost they needed after that shellacking that they got from England. Um, and it keeps them in a strong position to move on. obviously we know what happens you know spoiler, alert. but yeah, um Senegal beats Qatar three to one another embarrassing loss for Qatar Qatar does score their first goal I believe that was their first goal in the world Cup um yeah that was their first goal in the world Cup so and you, I mean there's consolation for that, but yeah just another rough run for Qatar uh the Dutch and the and Ecuador end up drawing one one really solid performance I think from Ecuador like I said Ecuador may not this may not be th- their year to to make a statement, but with the young players that they have, it looks really promising for Ecuador. So I can't wait for it. Hopefully we get to see him next World Cup. Um England and USA, man, they draw a nil-nil. But honestly, it was a strong performance in the USA. The U.S. was the better team in this game. The midfield dominated. Tyler Adams was just everywhere. Just an overall solid performance with the U.S. England. Um, I mean, kind of kind of what did we said. Um, with, when I previewed it with, with Paul, man, like it, you know, both have their issues, both have issues with their managers, their club, you know, their national team selections and all that. And, um, it was just a battle. They battled. And I think it, it was clear that the U.S. was the better team on the field. So even though it wasn't a win, it definitely felt a win, a win for the U.S. And it definitely was frustrating for England, regardless of the excuses that we're going to hear from English fans. Um, going into that Saturday, Australia beats Tunisia 1 to nothing. Poland beats Saudi Arabia 2-0. France beat Denmark 2-1. Argentina beats Mexico 2-0. Um, which obviously led to the controversy with Canelo Alvarez, a little bitch. And then Sunday, Costa Rica beats Japan 1-0. Morocco beats Belgium 2-0. Uh, Croatia beats Canada 4-1. Um, and then Spain and Germany draw one-to-one. One. Uh, going into now Monday, Cameroon and Serbia draw 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Ghana beats South Korea three to two. Brazil beats Switzerland one to nothing. And Portugal beats Uruguay two nil. All right. So now these are going to be, you know, set up by groups. And then we're obviously we're going to recap the group standings because these are the final matches of the group stages. Um, so Senegal beats Ecuador two to one. Um, which ends up securing Senegal to move on to the next round. And then the Netherlands goes ahead and. <laughs> Doesn't give Qatar their their World Cup victory as they beat them two to nothing. So when looking at the group, at Group A, the Dutch national team finishing first with seven points. Um didn't lose a single game. So that is, you know, that's perhaps when you win a, when when your group Senegal. Senegal ends up uh, you know, finishing in second, Ecuador in third, and Qatar on at the bottom of the group at fourth place. And that is group A, moving on to group B. Um England handles Wales. They, they beat him three to nothing. Um, you know, go figure when Phil Foden starts, I, I believe Phil Foden started that game. Go figure that he when he starts, they they uh, they win. Um and then USA, they needed to beat Iran. A win. It was the only result they could get. A draw would eliminate them and a loss would eliminate them. They needed a win, and that's what exactly what they did. They got the win. It was an ugly win. It was one of the worst performances I've ever seen, but hey, they got the win. And when looking at Group B, England wins the group with seven points, not losing a single game with two wins and a draw. The U.S. also went undefeated with one win and two draws. Obviously a little bit different of a term of undefeated. Iran ends up finishing in third and Wales finishes last in Group B. So that happens. Alright, the next the next day we're going to look at Group C. Argentina beats Poland 2-0. Um, you know, just this was, the, what, di- what was different about this game is that this was literally not Messi riding, carrying the team. It was actually the, the future of Argentina that was kind of, that carried them through. Um, but yeah, Argentina wins a- against Poland. Um, and then Mexico beats Saudi Arabia two to one. And you would think, you know, Oh, Mexico got the win. Obviously they should have had, they're going to be advanced to the World Cup. Well, guess what? Here's how group C finishes. Argentina finishes in first place, which, like I said, even though they lost to Saudi Arabia in the first match, I felt that this team was still pretty strong, and they won their group like I expected them to. Now, the team that finishes in second, and we'll be moving on to the knockout rounds, is Poland. Poland had one win, one draw, one loss, and four points. In third place is Mexico, with four points, one win, one draw, one loss. So what happened there, if you guys don't aren't sure? So the tiebreaker in situations like this would go to goal differential. And if goal differential is the same thing, then they would go to the fair play rule, which is the team with the fewest yellow cards would then advance, which happened last World Cup with uh, Japan advancing over Senegal. Um, but they didn't have to go there because Saudi Arabia scored that one goal, which ended up giving Mexico a negative one goal differential, allowing Poland. To go in because of goal differential, so Poland and Argentina move on for Group C, and then looking at Group D, Tunisia beat France one to nothing. It doesn't really matter for France; they're moving on anyways. And Australia beat beat Denmark. So this really shocked me. I really thought Denmark was going to be coming coming out of the group stage. I'm sorry, I'm, I ate stuffing before I did this, <laughs> um, but yeah. So France wins the group. Um, which they had two wins and loss, So they got six points. Um, and Australia ends up finishing at second with two wins and a loss. Sim- just like Australia, but obviously with the goal differential, France automatically advances. But Australia, congratulations, Stuart. I didn't expect this team to go <laughs> get here. I don't think you did either, but here they are. They're moving on to the next round. Tunisia ends up finishing at third and Denmark finishing last. So I was, I'm completely disappointed in Denmark. This was my dark horse team. One of my dark horse teams, them, uh, Ecuador and, and uh, Serbia are, are kind of my dark horses, uh, for the World Cup. Well, maybe not dark horse, but teams that could surprise you in this World Cup. And, um, and, you know, there they are.
1: All right, man. Go, going to group E, group E. Um, so Japan
0: beat Spain two to one. Pay attention because that's pretty important. And in the other game, Germany beats Costa Rica four to two. So huge, huge results, right? So Japan finishes in first place of group E, which me and Edward did not have Japan in, in, in the, to advance, let alone win the group. So with two wins and a loss, Japan ends up winning the, winning group E. Second place is Spain with one win, one draw and one loss. Um, and Germany finishes third with one win, one draw, one loss. Obviously they are, they have the same points. The cider was goal differential as that, that big win that Spain had against Costa Rica really paid off for them. Um, and Germany just couldn't put up, put out the goals on Costa Rica. And that's because, and that's the reason why Germany will not continue on the knockout round. So already one of the teams that me and Edward had in our top five list is already out of the World Cup. So it happens, man. But yeah, Costa Rica finishes in dead last of their group, which it was expected. This team's a little bit older. I don't think anybody thought that this team would go far. So there you go. All right, in Group F, Croatia and Belgium draw nil-nil, and Morocco beat Canada two to one. So looking at Group F, Morocco wins the group. So I actually had Morocco win uh coming out of the group. I thought Belgium was going to win it, and we'll talk about Belgium. But Morocco, with two wins and a draw, ends up advancing with seven points. And then in second, it's Croatia who had one win and two draws. So they're going on to the next round. I believe Edward had Croatia. Or I think he had Canada, I think, actually. And then Belgium in third um, only had a win, a draw, and a loss. And Canada couldn't get a win. But they did score their first ever goal with Alfonso Davies. I know a lot of media is going to be criticizing Alfonso Davies for not having the performances they hoped that they would have. This is a, still a fairly young Canadian team. At least the, the big stars that they have like Jonathan David, Alfonso Davies like this is still a young team. Um, they're going to be in the next World Cup because obviously they're the host nation. Uh, one of the host nations for it. Um, so, I mean they got something to build from. They, they scored the first goal. This is a huge moment for for Canada. They don't have the experience and that's why I knew they weren't going to get out of the group. But yeah here they are. They are in Fourth place. Um now going to the final matches, which will be on Friday. So when this episode drops, these games will be played. All right. So group G. So group G. Group G. Uh so let so just so you guys have an understanding of where how group G is looking so far. All right, Brazil is in. They're in. They're moving on to the world the next to the knockout rounds of the World Cup. They got two wins and they got six points. So just just to paint that picture, Switzerland has one win and a loss. And so they have three points. Cameroon, um, only have a draw and a loss on them, which gives them only one point. And Serbia has a draw and a loss, giving them one point. It's still very open for that second place spot. Um, and let's look at these matches. So the last, the last matches for group G is, which will be played at 1 PM central time. So these will be the, the, the late matches. Um, Serbia taking on Switzerland. So, Switzerland, all they need to do is win this game and they're going on to knockout rounds. There's nothing that Cameroon can do. Switzerland would move on to the next round. Serbia, oh, I guess a win and a draw. A win and a, a, win and a draw. A draw would. A draw, yeah, a draw will help them, but. Obviously, depending on what Cameroon does, I do believe there's a I think Cameroon has a uh oh negative one goal differential. So so if Cameroon wins and they score, you know, score some goals, then they could jump over them. But yeah. So but to guarantee a knockout round spot, Switzerland needs a win. A draw, there would have to be some other things to happen in place. Serbia needs a win. Needs a win, and they need uh Brazil to be Cameroon. Cameroon is similar. They need a win and they, they need a win. And so this is like the weird thing because, um, a draw from Serbia, draw Serbia and Switzerland could help, but obviously they would have to score a lot of goals. They would have to score more goals than the goal differential that, uh, Switzerland has. So they would have to beat, uh, Brazil very handily, um, which I'm, Assuming Brazil might be playing with their second squad in this game, well, probably be resting some of their starters for the knockout rounds. So I mean, which isn't really saying much because that their their backups are actually pretty good and can probably compete in the World Cup as well. But yeah, so that is the set the setup, man. So like I said, Switzerland, Cameroon, and Serbia are still playing for something. Serbia and Switzerland have a little bit. Well, they have to beat each other. If Switzerland wins, that's it. It's over. But if Serbia can beat Switzerland, and Cameroon loses to Brazil. I mean, Serbia is on to the next round. But if Cam, if if Serbia, you know, obviously if Cameroon wins, it would probably be between Serbia. It, so like, it's like Cameroon, Cameroon, and Serbia both need certain things that happen for them to advance. Switzerland, they just need to win. If they just win, that's it; it's over. But we'll see how that goes. It's going to be really interesting with Group G, specifically for that second spot, um, in their group, and then. Group H, all right, Group H, so the situation is Portugal same thing to, same like Brazil automatically in there's nothing that can happen that can change that. Ghana is currently in second place with only one win, so they have three points. so this is exact kind of a, kind of you can say the same thing it's a mi- exact mirror actually honestly, it actually is an exact mirror of Group G, so the same thing, South Korea and Uruguay, they need to win their games um, and then when you look at their matches. South Korea is taking on Portugal. Not the most ideal thing for, for South Korea, but yeah. And then Ghana is taking on Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay needs to win. So Uruguay and South Korea, similar to Serbia, Serbia and Cameroon, they need wins. They need to win. That's point blank. Um, Ghana just needs to win, similar to what's... Uh, with uh, Yeah. Did I say Ghana and South Korea? Uh, South Korea and Uruguay need to win. Ghana they win they move on that's it's just straightforward there's no there's no real changing it um so i want to talk about Ghana and Uruguay um th- this will be like the main the, i guess the big game that i'll actually fully do a full recap a preview for and that is because there it's there's so much there's so there's a lot of history with the, with these not really history but there's some history there and it's because in 2010 uh in south in the world cup in south africa Ghana Got eliminated in the knockout rounds to Uruguay. And that was where the controversial handball that Luis Suarez had. So Luis Suarez, it was in the penalty box. He blocked the shot with his hand. Um, <laughs> to, he, he, said, he, he basically played goalkeeper. Um, so obviously Ghana has a, has a real bad taste in their mouths with Uruguay. So this is going to be a big matchup for them. Um, if they, like I said, if they win, they move on. This is kind of like the most poetic justice for them. If they can come in and beat Uruguay, Uruguay has been they they look they haven't looked bad, but they haven't really looked as good as I thought they would look. Um and I mean so they had to take on Portugal and uh South Korea, they they just they just didn't they just couldn't get the result that uh, you know, a win. They couldn't get the win. But yeah, Uruguay, you know, obviously, this is this is last this is probably gonna be the last World Cup for Luis Suarez, for Edison Cavani, um, Fernando Musletter probably as well. So they, you know, this is it. This is, it's all or nothing. This is a, this is a knockout game for them. If they don't win, they're not moving on to the next round. Um, obviously other things need to happen for them. A South Korea loss will probably be beneficial for them. But, um, yeah, that's, that's literally what's going to happen. So South Korea and Portugal and Ghana, and Uruguay, those games will be played at 9 a.m. Central Time. So this will be the earlier game, even though this is the final group. But yeah. Alright. So the round of 16 going into Saturday, December 3rd at 9 a.m. You're going to have USA versus Netherlands. Um, obviously, if you guys don't, don't know, Sergino Des is actually, is actually from the Netherlands. He was born there. Um, but he has, you know, ties to the, he has, his parents are from the U.S. So, or I believe one of his parents is from the U.S. So because of that, he was able to get, uh, you know, he, he's able to play for the USA. Um, though he, I, I think, I do believe he played through, You've, the youth level for the Netherlands. Um, but yeah. So a big game. The U.S. needs to have their best performance ever. And that's really saying a lot because the England game is their best performance. I need something better than that. I need them to score goals. I need them to figure out who's going to be their goal scorer because I thought that we would see, uh, Jesus Ferreira in the, in that game against Iran, but we didn't. Um, John Sargent isn't bad. I don't, I'm not going to say he's bad. But, you know, I just feel like the the striker position at this point is lacking. At this point I kind of want to see Brendan Aronson, Christian Polisic on the hopefully Christian Polisic is healthy. Um obviously because, you know, he he's probably dealing with an injury. But I would like to see something different. Um, but the US needs to be more attacked, maybe more cutthroat. You know, like when they have the lead, like keep you keep attacking, you know, keep uh, you know, keep your keep the foot on their throats, man. Like this you you can't be playing like you can't play this conservatively. And expect to win, especially in the knockout rounds, especially when you're going up against the Netherlands. Um, I, I, I don't, I think this is the, I mean, I said it. I think the U.S. is going to, is going to be eliminated in the round of 16. Um, I thought this is, this is where they stop. Maybe they, they keep going. I don't know, but it's kind of hard, man. You know, Greg Brohalter, you know how I feel about him. I've said a lot of things, but at the same time, it's like the man has won. And it, <laughs> that's like the, the kind of the double edged sword. Like I don't like his tactics, but they're winning games, they're winning titles, and so I I can't say anything. But, yeah, usa Netherlands. the following game um, at playing at 1pm on Saturday Central Time is Argentina taking on Australia. I'm so sorry, Stuart, but it's over. (laughs) You guys are done from here. Um, But, yeah, so that that is Saturday. On Sunday, you have France versus Poland. Um... I think France is moving on. They've been the stronger team. Poland hasn't hasn't really looked that good. They're 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 as good as Robert Lewandowski can get them. And and so that's the challenge for them. But I think this French team is just strong everywhere. So um they want to repeat. It looks like they want to repeat, and I and I kind of believe them. But yeah, this will be the Sunday game at nine a.m. Central Time. And then at one PM Central Time, England taking on Senegal. Um I would so much if Sadio, this is where I think Sadio Mane is important. This is where I think Sadio Mane is very important uh, for Senegal. Um, and the fact that he's not here, I think if he was there, this would definitely really change how I feel about this result. But I, got, I think England moves on. I think England moves on to this one. Um, and then so the next two games, the late games, I we won't know yet till obviously the the last group matches are played because those are the Group G and Group H teams. Um, so the the late ones, I don't have a game for them. But on Monday, December 5th at 9 a.m., Japan versus Croatia. Um, two teams I didn't expect to be here, but they're here. Um, I need to stop down in Croatia because they just keep proving me wrong.
1: Uh, I like this Japan team. Uh, this is hard because I kind of... You know i I, I want to say Japan. I really do. I just don't think they could beat Croatia, uh, uh,
0: even as old as this team is. Um, you know what? No, give me Japan. I think Japan could do it again. I think Japan has looked to be uh, a team worthy of, of continuing to prove people wrong. So I got Japan. Um, and then on Tuesday, December 6th at 9 a.m., once again, the 1 p.m. game, the 1 p.m. Central time games, I don't have, cause obviously, uh, you know, group G and group H have still have, I don't have, you know, they're playing on, you know, they're playing right now. Or by the time you listen to it, maybe they've already played, or they're currently playing it. Their games. So um, for Tuesday, December sixth at nine a.m., it's Morocco versus Spain. Give me Spain. I know that they, you know, I know their their last <laughs> the last two games were not great, but uh, I like I like Spain. They're one of, one of the teams that I, re- I really think is going to be really good. And at this point, no everything that's happened in the group stages is irrelevant because now we're in the knockout rounds. It's winner go home. So. Everything that happened in the group stages is, it's in the past. All that matter was getting to the knockout round. And that's what these teams did. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see how these teams perform. All right, man. So players of the week, players of the week is brought to you by in the clutch.com. In the clutch has, uh, partnerships with the players associations of major league soccer, major league baseball, the national basketball association, and also the NCAA. They have these, these shirts are very comfortable. They're great. I love the designs. Um, they, they did a, uh, quite some designs for the Astros for winning the World Series. They did some Jeremy Pena looks. They did some Kyle Tucker stuff. I, I really love In The Clutch. I love their designs and they just came out with a, it's called soccer shirt. Um, yeah, I love them. They're great shirts. I, I went ahead and got one. So I'm, I'm excited about that. If you use the code insert name at checkout on InTheClutch.com, you'll save yourself 10% off on your purchase. Once again, in the clutch.com, use the code insert name for 20% off. So players of the week. So Edward's player of the week is Christian Pulisic for scoring the goal to send the U.S. into the knockout rounds against Iran. And my player of the week is Marcus Rashford for scoring two goals in England, three, no win against Wales. I think a game that they just needed to get a positive result and they did. So those are players of the week. Once again, congratulations to Christian Pulisic. And Marcus Rashford for being Players of the Week. Make sure you guys use that code, insert name, at checkout when you go to intheclutch.com. Save yourself 10% off at intheclutch.com. Thank you once again. And um, all right, well, we're we're done with that. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with three up, three down. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out. From NFL to NASCAR. Fanax has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at Insert Name on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanax. Once again, thank you for Fanax being a proud partner of Insert Name FC. All right, man. Three up, three down. And today's topic is people that to narrate your life. Why did I bring, why did I mention this? Well, it's honestly because <laughs> this is going to be so stupid. When I was watching the opening ceremonies of the World Cup, uh, someone made an appearance in the World Cup on the ceremonies, and that was one Morgan Freeman. Uh, so, oh, yeah. And obviously the man has a, man has a voice. I mean, he can, uh, you know, obviously he got, he was very, people spoke highly of him when he, when he narrated, uh, what was that penguin documentary? Life of, uh,
1: March of the Penguins. March, the March the Penguins?
0: of the Penguins. He narrated March of the Penguins. And, uh, and I think he won an award for it. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, obviously the man has an iconic voice. Um, if, if, if honestly, if he told me he was God, I would probably believe him. Um, at this point in my life. <laughs> But oh, I mean, man. he's just hes just a chill dude. I mean, this is really what he is. He's a chill guy. But yeah, so that's literally what inspired me to, to, make, to make this topic. So obviously, three or three down. People to narrate your life. We'll start with Spencer. And then,
1: Edward, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Spencer's three down. Number three, Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I kind of wanted that i, I wouldn't mind no, room. no, 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 no. I could see, yeah no, it's the it, uh, a lot of us and a lot of uh a lot of <laughs> I need you to go ahead and uh, uh, I can't hear. Uh, uh, yeah so, uh, uh, so
0: hector, hector sent a, sent another bullshit text message about a unrealistic request for a for a beat <laughs> uh uh.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i might watch everybody. Everybody loves Raymond at some point today. Oh my God. No, no. Okay. At number two, he has Michelle Denise Toussaint. I do not know who this is. Uh, I don't know who this is either. Michelle Denise Toussaint. Well, she's a singer. I'm learning that right now. Okay, well apparently apparently there's a literally people ask why is Michelle's voice like that? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that, was, that was also people guess, also ask why does she sing like that? <laughs> I guess I guess that I guess that explains a lot, huh? Okay. Uh, uh, uh well um I'm well, I'm not gonna play any of her music, but clearly no. it's bad. Clearly. All right. So okay. All right. And then uh number number one is Gilbert Gottfried. Oh man. Yeah. Yago. R.I.P. Parrot. R.I.P. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. <laughs> yeah. That that's a voice right there. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. That'd be that'd be horrible. Yeah. All right. Ever was your three down? All right. So my three down. All right. Number three. Yeah, he had some good ones in there. Um. Okay. So. Number number three. Um. um let me see. Hold on. Oh, I got it. Number three. Um Jesse Ironsberg, but him being the uh the the Park Forest Ranger from Parks and Recs. Jesse Ironsberg? Yeah. No, it was it Jesse Ironsberg. No, 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 no. I think I was, he's oh, um, uh, uh, you're thinking of um, uh, Andy Sandberg. There you go. Him, Andy him. Sandberg. Yeah, I was about to Andy say Jesse Sandberg. The, the guy that played freaking Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, no, 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 not him, not him. Um, yeah, Andy Samberg, but like, I, his I car- love his, his character as a from comedian, Park. but his character from Parks and Rec who basically yells out everything at everyone. He's mm-hmm. like, this is my indoor voice. I was like, oh, God. But it's cool. yeah, that's my, uh, yeah, that's my number three. My number two. <laughs> you might laugh at this one. Um, so, my number three, my number two, and as much as I love the movie, and as much as I love the actor, but just hearing this for a lifetime of anything that I would do, Christian Bale, but as Batman voice. Ooh, ooh, man! Yeah, he was not a great hey. Batman. Uh, Batman. Great, great Bruce Wayne. But I man. love, love. No, no. His Batman acting as well was great. It's just the talking it where was like so she? forced. Oh my lord! Yeah, that, that we yeah. I, I love I love him
0: the first time in the first Batman, <laughs> Batman
1: where like, do I look like a cop? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, man, all right. And then my number one, um, my number one. Do you know that one song? I cannot, I don't know the name of it, but he sings in a very high-pitched voice and it's a dude and it's a very creepy song. It's come out in various kind of scary movies sometimes. Um, What's the song? (laughs) Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Wait, is it Marilyn Manson? No, 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 no. Tiny Tim, tiptoe through the tulips. Yeah, that guy, Tiny Tim. Tiny if Tim? If you were to sing, Tiny Tim, bro, don't look it up. Trust me. The the, the guy is, 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 ooh, is ooh, man. Ooh, man, that he, is, ooh, that's traumatic. Yeah. yeah, so imagine Tiny Tim singing, narrating your, your whole life as you go. And then that song itself has appeared in horror movies as well. That guy has, that guy got married three times. What the hell? This dude. I'm talking about his boys, bro. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, this dude's creepy. All right. You know, Uh, that's, that's trauma, traumatizing. All right. (laughs) So that's your three down. Yeah. Um that's my three down. I think I think I'm very, very like I, I I made a good uh not story, uh I made a good reason for why that would be my number one. <sighs> All right. Um my number three is uh Steve Harvey. Really? I love the guy, but I mean he, he, my life would just be a joke if he if he's if he's talking about me. I mean, my life is kind of a joke. (laughs) I was like, what? I don't know. I mean, to narrate my life? I don't know if I want... I mean, Steve Harvey
0: is already doing so much, man. I mean, narrating my life would just be just just the worst for for him. Um, That's why he's my number three. Uh, Number two,
1: uh, because I think no one would take my life seriously, especially if this guy narrates it, is uh, Louie Anderson. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Oh, God. Well, Hector goes over there. To to yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh, my number one, because, I mean, like I said, if I want someone to my life, I want them to at least take it somewhat seriously. Um, This one, this guy would definitely not take it seriously in any
1: shape or form Is David Spade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he does have an annoying voice. Yeah. So, David Spade, number one. I love David Spade, but yeah, I don't want him to narrate my life. All right. You're like, I don't want him anywhere near my life. All right. Spencer's three up, number
0: three, James Brown or Muddy Waters, if he were alive.
1: Oh. Damn. Muddy so as soon as Waters. Spencer would do something, no, as soon as Spencer would do something stupid, he'd be like, ah he'd do that James oh. Brown screen. James Brown. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know Money Waters? Um, I didn't know the name. I I knew I obviously knew his music, but I didn't know the name to it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Number two. Ooh, this is an iconic voice, James James Earl Jones. Oh yeah. Well, okay. James Earl, you got Darth Vader, Mufasa, Mufasa. Um. Although well, he has two. other, voice. he's done other
0: voice Mufasa. M- oh, yeah, Muf- I already said Mufasa. Yeah, Mufasa. That's <laughs> like
1: wow. yeah, Mufasa. <laughs> those are the two that matter to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Man, yeah, pretty good. And and number one, Samuel L. Jackson. Damn. <laughs> I can see if there's like a moment where where Spencer's pissed off at like I don't know at somebody making him do some
0: bullshit. This motherfucker right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker right here fucking
1: making me
0: do bullshit. Okay, Hector sent me bullshit out here a late night shit. <laughs> That's a good that
1: was a good one. I love that I love that last one. Alright, alright, what's your three up? Alright, so my three up. Alright. So my three up number three I don't know oh I got it number three Christopher Sabat the the dude that voices Vegeta and Piccolo and basically almost of like the anime characters from Funimation ooh that's a good one yeah so like randomly, he'd probably go into Piccolo and then to All Might and then to Vegeta and then to like he would constantly keep changing voices. He was also in Full Metal Alchemist. He was the um, Armstrong. He was a uh, Armstrong from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh really? So, yeah, the guy that was like he was always posing and with the little with the with the yeah. mustache and the, and the little curl. That's yeah. him. That's literally him. I fucking love that guy. Yeah. Exactly. So he was Armstrong. Yeah. So he was him. And then, so that would be pretty cool. Having him narrating my life, narrating my life. That would be pretty, pretty cool. Um, number two, um, and it's kind of hard to top James Earl Jones, to be honest with you, but number two, I don't know why. It just, it would it would be, I think it would just be, just right. But number two would be, um, fuck. Uh, um, okay, so I don't want to say him by his character name, but Nick Offerman. Oh, Ron Swanson. Yeah, is that who you want want him to speak as? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> basically having a little anecdote after everything stupid I would do, he'd just say something like, uh, "I don't know," like he's like, maybe maybe with like everything that has to do with me, he'd be like, "A lettuce is not a food, son." <laughs> like he would just add something to that, you know. I feel like it'd be pretty awesome.
0: Edwards out here doing a meal prep. I don't know what
1: he's doing. Uh. I was like, I don't understand what he's doing. Is he going to feed his rabbits or is he going to throw that outside? Either way, it should burn it. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Make yourself good. a nice steak. Make yourself a nice steak, son. Oh, man. With, be some, so with awesome. some whiskey. With some whiskey on the side. And then throw some uh, for yourself. And then throw some on the steak. <laughs> we could, he's like, if anything, he should be drinking Swanson. Uh, whiskey. Takes off the paint off of that. Takes the varnish off the of wood. I'll tell you that much. But no, nah, it'd be mm. really cool. Um, what about as Duke Silver? Ooh, when, no, dude. <laughs> I don't want to hear this dude crooning in my ear. I don't know. This dude crooning in my ear talking about like, alright ladies. I'm about to play you into this thing called the Train to Nowhere Land. There's some bullshit like that. I don't fuck know. But, like, hell no. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to be listening to that shit. Like, no, dude. Like, no. <laughs> get, get the fuck. But, alright. So, my number one, and I'm pretty sure all three of us probably thought about this, but it's overplayed. But number one would be Morgan Freeman. This was the inspiration for this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I just, ah, oh, I love this dude. This dude is so awesome. And then, of course, South Park went ahead, and they fucking... They just they just made it even better, some like some some somewhat better um, <laughs> when they uh when they had a uh, Butters write the book the book who took the the poop that took a pee oh like they, they made they made Morgan Freeman read it on, on on public TV or whatever, but it wasn't actually Morgan Freeman, but it was like even then even that that fake it, it just sounded pretty funny to me, so I was like. That makes sense. That's a good one. Yeah. So so what's your three up? Alright, and number three. I have. Uh, man, I didn't remember this guy's name. Uh one second. Uh, I remember the a movie, uh, movie that he was in. I mean he was in a lot of movies. Um Trying to, trying to talk while I'm saying Keith David. Mr. Keith, Keith David. David. Um. He was the voice of Gargoyles. He was Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, the yeah. voice of the voodoo guy from Princess and the Frog. No, I know I know who you're talking about, though. I I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. Um Icon. He was also he you know, he was also in St. Tro. Yes, he was. Yeah. So, Iconic Yeah, that's a good one. Number two, Morgan Freeman. Alright. I think everybody should know at this point who my number yeah. one is gonna be. If you don't know me, and you don't and you and if you know me and
0: you're surprised by my number one, uh you don't know me. And that is, yeah. of course, Mr. Matthew McConaughey.
1: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I, was like, I was like, I have a feeling. I, I, I knew, I thought Matthew McConaughey was going to be your number three or your number two. But then when you said Morgan Freeman number two, I was like, okay, this guy's going to take <laughs> a Matthew McConaughey. God damn. I, I mean,
0: Edward yeah, knows at this point, I've, I've re-listened to Green Lights like yeah. a million times at this point. <laughs> so
1: now, Hector's reading my book again. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's, that's his narration.
0: It's just <clears throat> Man, it looks like Hector pointing on Green Lines by, by Matthew McConaughey. Read by Matthew McConaughey.
1: Well, <laughs> alright. <laughs> that, that boy yeah. Hector ain't right sometimes. He he be listening to my book on tape. All of a sudden he decided to hit a pothole today. Well, that's what happens, man. Think he got a raffle? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We just should have got a Lincoln <laughs> or a mini. Doesn't does he get a mini? Does he? Yeah. He, he he he. Uh. So apparently, like, uh, in that episode of South Park, they brought back Wacky Racers. Oh, they did. Yeah. I need to, I need to get back into watching South Park, man. Yeah, and then Matthew McConaughey was basically um, he was actually part of that <laughs> of, of uh, bringing back, uh, well, not him in general, but like his character in South Park. He was driving a a, a BMW or um, yeah, like you know, because you know he did the the commercials for the Countryman. Yeah, yeah. So they uh yeah, they brought him to do that. Oh, that's great,
0: man. But all right, man, that is three up three down, and that is episode one fourteen. I wanna thank Belly Up Sports, man. They are constantly trying to grow and 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 obviously we get great partnerships like True Classic and, and Manscaped because of them. So uh obviously check out their website, bellyupsports.com. A lot of great articles are constantly written over there from all other from all sports, including soccer. So go ahead and check them out. Also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly up Sports and at Belly up Media. Shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the Instagram FC logo. We love her so much for that. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. If you guys need some logo work done, well, hit up Alejandra. She'll take really good care of you just how she
1: took really good care of us. I love you, Alejandro. And, of course, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award.
0: Roosevelt Spencer. Uh, Good <laughs> giveaway there. Um, obviously, he edits these episodes. He does the intros, the outros for these episodes. Um, he's going to have to edit Edward's singing voice for our end of the year episode that we'll be having uh, before Christmas. So the episode before Christmas, we're going to go ahead and take a two-week break because, you know, life, family. All that good stuff, and plus, there probably gonna, There's not going to be any soccer going on. So, safe bet. Save bet. So, we're going to go ahead and take a two week break after that, just to give us a break after the World Cup as well. And and then, obviously, but he is the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencers year, Player of the Year Award. Uh, looks like most likely to be Robert Lewandowski again. Uh, so, it's looking very strong. Uh, unless I were find a way to pick Erling <laughs> <So>. <laughs> early Halon. So,
1: early Halon was playing on the couch the other day, and he did hella good. What a flick. <laughs> what a flick. He was playing FIFA. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So obviously give
0: a big shout out to Spencer, man. Now living in Seattle, 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 Jesus. Fuck. Seattle, Washington now. Um, going there, working over there now. Um, you guys on the big move. Um, hopefully you're doing well and hopefully, uh, you know, you, you, you're able to take some time. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Spencer. And obviously follow him on Instagram and Twitter at that guy dope. If you guys need some beat, done, beats done for your podcast or if you're trying to get into the music business, well, hit up Spencer, man. Cause the man is talented. You guys, we don't have to say it much. I mean, the, the beats, the, the speak, the beats speak for themselves, man. So hit him up once again on Instagram at that guy dope. So thank you so much for listening to episode 114. We'll catch you next week for episode 115.
1: All right, take care guys.